This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1812. How to make sure your English goals pan out. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. In this episode, we answer a listener question about the phrasal verb pan out. We'll show you what it means and we'll give you three other phrases so that you can strike gold with your English. Listen in today. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey there, Aubrey. How's everything going today? I am great. How are you? Good, good. I have a question for you today. All right. Well, have you ever had big plans and then they just didn't pan out? Oh, yes. I have this really strong memory from when I was a kid. We had this big summer trip planned. Oh, no. And then my mom threw out her back and she couldn't even get out of bed. We, she, I can't remember how they figured it out. We had to get her to a doctor to kind of, she was in so much pain. And so I had all this guilt because I was so upset. We were not going to be able to go on the trip. Right. But then I felt really bad because my mom was hurt. And really what I was upset about was missing the trip. <laughs> it's kind of a tragic <laughs> memory, but yeah, that right. was the one I remember like, oh, so looking forward to it. And then it just didn't pan out. You know, that's the worst when you're a kid, too. I think kids take this a lot harder than adults do. You know, when something they've been looking forward to something, it's their whole world. Yes. And then it just doesn't pan out for them. And, you know, the world ends. But for right? adults, it's a little different. We can roll with it. And, you know, I know so. it's sort of a skill that has to be developed to be able yeah. to have something not work out, not pan out and be yes. okay with it and not be really extremely <laughs> upset that kids have to learn that. Yeah. And I love this. You know, we've been talking about this phrasal verb so far in this episode, guys, pan out. I know phrasal verbs are a real challenge for our listeners, right, Aubrey? Yes. And this comes from a great question from a listener, Mustafa Amadou. So I'm going to go ahead and read this question. Okay. He said, recently when I was reading news of the last escape of the corrections officer and her inmate. Oh, that was oh, a crazy I remember that. story yes. that happened in the United States. If you guys haven't heard about that, look it up. This just right. happened. Yes. He said, I saw someone use the word pan, and this groped my attention. Okay, so quick note, we wouldn't say groped my attention, we say grabbed my attention. But this would be a really interesting future episode, right, Lindsay? Because I've seen this mistake made, and it's one you want to avoid. 
Yeah. And I like that we mentioned that right away. So guys, keep in mind, that's the wrong use of that word. And we're going to come back to this another day. So hit follow on All Ears English, either on YouTube, subscribe, or hit the follow button wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss yes. that episode. Okay. So Definitely. let's keep going. Yes. Okay. So a student said, I know the famous meaning for this is a frying pan that we use to prepare some of our meals. Well, after a long search in textbooks, dictionaries, search engines, I realized that the only destination which might explain that you are the only destination which might explain this mystery. <laughs> I am sure of that as I am your sincere fan of your podcast since two years. The phrase came as follows with bold font. Investigators are following up on tips as aggressively as we can. Singleton told CNN on Thursday, some of them do look promising, but it takes a t- takes time to follow through on those things. We're hoping that one of them will pan out for us and we'll be able to locate them. I love that we can be a resource here because it's so frustrating when you search dictionaries and textbooks and online and don't find the answer you need. You're not seeing this used in the way you've heard in a news article. So I'm really happy that we can clear this up. Yeah. And thank you to Mustafa for being an amazing listener of All Ears English for two years. I love that. You know, Aubrey, I think a lot of our listeners listening today have been listening for three years, five years, two years. I love hearing that. Guys, again, hit follow to make sure that you become a longtime listener as well. I love yes, it. yes. And this is going to be great because the reason this is tricky is that pan out is a phrasal verb. We talk yes. about phrasal verbs a lot. They are so tricky because you see the word pan, you know, it means this frying pan you cook with, but there's this other separate phrasal verb pan out, which has a totally different meaning. Yeah, but guys, you're ready for this. You know, this show is for you guys who are ready to become native and natural in English. You're at that intermediate to advanced level. We did do a fantastic episode with my friend Alex Bricker, episode 1742. That's also over on YouTube as well as on the podcast, where he talked about three different phrasal verbs that are quite tricky. So go over there. He is the phrasal verbs guy. He can help you with those. Uh, So check out that episode for sure, guys. Awesome. Such a good resource. So let's get into this. This phrasal verb pan out means for something to develop in a successful way. Yes. Right. So for example, you might say, I hope this trip pans out. I've been looking forward to it for months. Like we used it in the beginning, right? Just saying like, "Mm, what's something that didn't pan out? Meaning it didn't turn out the way you wanted. It didn't turn out successfully. Yeah. And it's interesting how I think we use this more in the negative more often than in the positive. Would you agree with that? Definitely. I would more likely ask about something that didn't Didn't pan pan out out. rather than saying, you know, what's happened for you lately that panned out? It's really not how we use it. That's a good point. Exactly. Because we have other phrasal verbs that we could use, like what's worked out well for you this Mm -hmm. week or, you know, what has been a success? There's another episode for another day. Again, let's give a few more examples. Her attempt to scale her business didn't pan out when she couldn't get funding. I've been watching Shark Tank a lot lately. For some reason, it's always on TV when I'm eating dinner. And so (laughs) I put it on. You learn a lot about business, about funding, about scaling. And, you know, a lot of these guys, these entrepreneurs, warning signs go up, right? Red flags go up in, you know, Mark Cuban's mind when he sees someone, how are you going to use the money? Wrong answer. You're out, right? It's not going to pan out. (laughs) It's so true, right? I I know often it'll be a a CEO, but they have a full-time job on the side. So you can see all these investors saying, this is not your priority. This is not going to pan out. Oh gosh, we could talk about Shark Tank another day too. I love that. <laughs> I love that show. It's actually really funny. Um, so I am curious though, Lindsay. Yeah. What about you? Is there something you've always wanted to do that hasn't panned out yet? 
Yeah, it is kind of a pandemic casualty, right? So, you know, right before the pandemic struck in April of 2020, we were planning to go to Egypt. And that would have been an incredible trip to see ancient Egypt. And it is on my to-do list, my bucket list for my life. And then I've seen movies since then that take you back to those famous towns and watching them makes me cringe because it just didn't pan out. I just couldn't go. But we've all had, you know, Well, especially with COVID. I've noticed this recently. This is actually a place where you can build on commonalities because almost everyone has something that COVID ruined. Some plan that didn't pan out because COVID hit and we were all affected. So that's an interesting thing to ask people out to share stories. What's something that didn't pan out because of COVID? Yeah, that would be actually a great use case for today's, you know, vocabulary guys. You can connect over that for sure. For sure. Yes. Definitely. It. And it's interesting to think about things that are happening in the news and yeah. and wondering how it's going to pan out, right? What's <laughs> going to happen? Like for example, you know, Elon Musk purchasing Twitter. Do you think that how's that going to pan out for him, Lindsay? What do you oh think? Oh my god. The question more is how is it going to pan out for the world to me? That's my bigger question. I don't care about Elon Musk's finances, right? He's already really really rich. I don't care if he gets richer. But it's more how is it going to pan out, honestly, for freedom of speech or for democracy, for uh, fringe groups that may express things, fake news. How is it all going to pan out? What do you think, Aubrey? I did overhear a conversation with um, some friends at volleyball who are very conservative, and they were super excited because they've (laughs) always sort of had this feeling that Twitter is censoring everyone yeah. and they should be able to say what they want. So they were stoked. Yes. I'm on, I'm on par with you, Lindsay, where I worry a little bit, like what inflammatory things could be said or, or fake news right. that people will believe and get behind that could be problematic. Yeah, it's so hard because our country is built on freedom of speech, right? But right. when we come to a point in the world where fake news is everywhere, how and it's swaying elections... Oh, God, big topic, important topic. So we try not to be too political on this show, but this is a great example of how you, if you do want to start that political conversation, guys, about Twitter, pan out is a fantastic phrasal verb for it. Yes. If you want to ask about something you've seen in the news lately, you just kind of share the article and say, how do you think that's going to pan out is a very native, interesting way instead of saying, what do you think is going to happen? How do you think that's going to go? I love that because then, you know, that native speaker is actually really going to want to talk to you because they're not going to feel like they're about to talk with a textbook, (laughs) right? They're about to talk with someone who's going to share similar uh, slang words and expressions and you're going to see each other eye to eye, okay? Yes, exactly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's mm-hmm. share just a couple other ways you might see the word pan, because yes. I, it's interesting, you know, the student knew about frying pan, but you might see the word pan a few other ways and sort of yeah. be like, oh, wait, I don't know what this means. So first of all, <laughs> we have pan for gold, yeah. which people still actually do 
I just yes. was talking to someone who found a little nugget in the stream. They were panning for gold. Cool. I know back when the 49ers were doing this in California, it was big, but this is still a thing. People are still finding gold in the West in the United States. Oh, for sure. And when I first moved out here, I noticed there's tons of around the area where I live in Colorado, there's tons of old mines that are shut down, but you can do tours and you can pan for gold yourself. You can go out there. We did it. It's very nerdy, but fun. Oh, nerdy. (laughs) You just have sort of like a little um, sifter that the dirt and the sand kind of comes down. You just shake it and then any gold should stay at the top. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I guess in the old days, right, during the gold rush, they had actual pans, which probably weren't as as effective, right? Right. So you just have to like slosh the water and yeah, so that, <laughs> all the I mean, sediment would fall to the bottom. Yeah. So it's kind of useful when we think about where these phrasal verbs actually came from. Clearly, this came from the gold rush. Exactly. Uh, no question, right? But there's so, a really interested related idiom where yeah. if someone really found a lot of gold, they would say they struck gold when yes. they're planning for gold. And we use this all the time. If something really good happens and we feel, you know, fortunate, would say, ooh, I struck gold. Like, for ooh. example, if you meet someone and you're dating someone really exciting, you might say to a friend, <laughs> oh, I really struck gold with this one. Yes. And just a bonus one. Ooh, we're giving a, too many, too many phrasal verbs today. Too many expressions for you guys. I'll just give you one more quick one on the same note. Uh, to be sitting on a gold mine, right? Oh, to be yeah. sitting on a gold mine. If you have something that you own, like a fancy car that you don't know is an antique car and is worth a lot of money, someone might say to you, oh my gosh, you're sitting on a gold mine. Go and sell that car at an old car show, right? Yes. Do you ever That's watch a- Antique Roadshow, Lindsay? I actually know someone who made that show, used to perform on it, like used to be on the production company, but I've never watched it before. I love it. It's a kind of strange show, but it's always fascinating. Someone will bring just something from their basement and find out it's worth all this money. And they were sitting on a gold mine, just like you said, and they might not actually be able to sell it for what it's worth, but it's just fascinating to know the value of something could be so high. Yeah, it makes me think I was just reading in the paper the other night, a woman in, I want to say it was, I'm not sure where, somewhere in the West was at a Goodwill and she found an old Italian, like a a head, like a, of the statues, like the men, you know, the, the, like the David kind of, not the David, oh. obviously, but a, a, a like head, a, bust. a guy, just a, a dude. Yeah. Bust. Yeah. That's the word. And she wasn't able to, she figured out that it was worth all this money, but she couldn't sell it because there are certain laws with the Italian government and, Oh, it was complicated, but really interesting. So that's because it like belonged know, in a museum. So she yeah, exactly. It had been stolen, and oh my gosh, complicated. That's stuff. Interesting. So anyway. I had several busts when I was young because I really? did piano performance, and the oh. award would often be a bust of Mozart or Beethoven or Chopin. <laughs> I just had these big statue heads. <laughs> Like, I don't know what to do with these. And your friends would come over and be like, cool. Interesting. <laughs> nice <Yeah>. decorations. <laughs> I love it, guys. So there's a lot of fun we can have around the topic of gold and striking gold, panning for gold and panning out. But let's get back to it, Aubrey, okay. and come into a role play for today. Yeah? Yes, let's do it. Okay, okay. so Lindsay and I are college friends in this role play mm-hmm. discussing my new job. All right, here we go. So how's your new job going, Aubrey? Oh, that job didn't pan out. Oh, shoot. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. So what happened? Well, they never called me back, but I interviewed somewhere else and really struck gold. Sweet. What do you love about it? Well, the CEO has a really deadpan sense of humor, which I actually love. Oh, yeah? Do you love that type of humor? Yes, Jermaine Clement is my favorite comedian, and he's super deadpan. 
This is another <laughs> little bonus here with the word pan. Deadpan meaning not like dad jokes, not right. like you're actually going to laugh out loud, just sort of a serious sense of humor. Right. It's it. almost like they deliver the joke in kind of a very like low voice sort of. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost like they're hedging that they may not get laughs. So they can just move on. It's just I a know, bonus right? if they get laughs. Right. <laughs> yes. I mean, some comedians will like laugh at their own joke and they're very jovial. And then some comedians are deadpan where they're not laughing at all. Right. They're presenting in sort of a serious way. Yeah. And yeah. it can yeah. actually be so funny. And even stand-up comedians have this style, you know, style of humor sometimes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. This Jermaine Clement has a really funny. You can find this on YouTube where he's he's doing like impromptu singing, and he's like freestyle. I'm freestyling. Sometimes when I freestyle, I lose confidence. <laughs> yeah, that and sounds very so funny. Deadpan. Yeah, exactly. So he's, yeah, I love it. I love it. So if you like that style, go and find who's the guy. What's the name again? Jermaine Clement. He's from okay. New Zealand. He's so funny. Okay, Jermaine Clement. I love it. I love it. So this has been fantastic. Let's just go back and see where we used these phrases for our listeners today, Aubrey. Yeah. So first I said that job didn't pan out, meaning I didn't get it. It didn't work out. It wasn't successful for me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, okay. You said, but I interviewed somewhere else and I really struck gold. Yeah, so this would just mean like, ooh, I found a good one. I'm excited about my job, right? Yeah, it's a nice cliffhanger too because you're not saying, I got a great job. Like, oh, I struck gold. Now I'm going to ask you the question. I'm curious now because you've just said that. Yes, exactly. Right? So much more native and fun instead of saying, yeah, I interviewed somewhere else and got a job that I really love. That's so boring, right? Use this instead, this fun idiom, and I struck gold. That could be a great episode for another day is how to create curiosity by saying certain things without actually saying the thing, right? Right. Yeah. It's true. I love that because Mm -hmm. then you're just like you said, it makes you curious and interested. You're definitely going to further the conversation because now you want to know, ooh, what do I like about that job? What's exciting? Exactly. I love it. And then you said, Aubrey, what'd you say next about the CEO? I said he had a deadpan sense of humor, right? So yeah. it's not just comedians. There are certainly deadpan comedians, but lots of yeah. other people too. The way they deliver jokes is really deadpan and serious. And yeah, and then at the very end, I said he's super deadpan. This yeah, I love it. I love it. So where do we want to go for the takeaway for our listeners today? How should we finish today's episode? What should our listeners think about? I'd love for you guys to think about what is a risk in your life that you're hoping will pan out, right? We don't necessarily need to focus on the things that didn't pan out because of COVID. Let's move on. Let's move forward. Think about your goals. Where are you being a little bit risky? Think about something that you're hoping will pan out. Come and leave us a comment and tell us about it. Yeah, exactly. And what are some things you can do to kind of make it more likely to pan out, right? What are some things you can prepare? Who can you meet? Who can you talk to? to make sure it pans out. I'm hoping to take a trip to Argentina in the fall. I want to go to Patagonia. Patagonia. Uh, And And Lindsay, what do you need to do to make sure this trip to Egypt pans out? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I need to reschedule the trip to Egypt. Aubrey, there are so many places I need to go. I missed (laughs) two years of travel. I'm sure our listeners feel that way. (laughs) Totally, right? It feels like a lost opportunity, but all we can do is move forward, get excited about the new plans we're making that we hope will pan out. Yeah, and connect with native speakers on these topics, guys. Share what you want to do and how you're going to make sure you make it happen. All right? Yes, definitely. So fun, Lindsay. Thanks. This was a fun episode. Yeah, good stuff. I'll talk to you soon, Aubrey. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.